God, I, I don't think I've never felt less prepared for a podcast than this. Ah, eh, don't worry about it. Have you seen the new Oscars thing? I want to talk about that in recording. The absolute boys then talked about new Oscar regulations for twenty minutes. It was very boring. God, we are just in such a conversational tone today. Well, we are. We just desperately don't want to do a film stuff because we haven't thought of one. <laughs> do you want to do the films at the same time thing? Yeah, sure. Let me just get some ideas. Just think of a film, Joe. First one that comes to your head. Just don't, don't even, don't even, don't even trip, dog. Just, it's all right. Just say I've it. got one. All right. We're gonna, we're gonna. Three, two, one. Three, two, one. Thirteen going on thirty. It's thirteen going on thirty. Signs of the Lambs. Okay. Silence of the Lambs. Is what I said. Yes. You know what that um, film is? You've, you've seen that film? <laughs> As I Google thirty, you know going full on well. What's this um, one? And oh, it's big. It's it's big, but with a woman. Yeah. Yeah, that's fine. Okay. What happens in Silence of the Lambs? Wait, God damn it. Silence of the Lambs, it's about uh, Hannibal Lecter. Ah, uh, yeah, okay. There's a serial okay. killer running around, so this new young recruit, Jodie Foster to the CIA or FBI, um, find, you know, they find out that Hannibal Lecter, this notorious serial killer cannibal who's in prison, um, had a connection with them or something. No, no, they, I think they just go to them just because, hey, you're a crazy serial killer, how, how about you help us find this guy? Um, hmm. And then they, then, then stuff happens. Okay, so they, they hire a serial killer to help find another serial killer. Pretty much, yeah. But it's, it's, yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> There's also this sort of like detective film about finding a serial killer, and then there's Hannibal Lecter's trying to get in the heads of Jodie Foster and tries to escape and stuff like that. It turns out yeah. um, Hannibal Lecter has a connection to the serial killer um, that's currently on the loose. Hmm. It's 13 okay. going on 30. So that's a film, it's big, but with Jennifer Garner. It is, yeah. Is that basically um, all I need to is, is there any other special caveat? What, is there a reason? Do they want to, like, get married? Um, no, I can't remember exactly what it is. It's like someone's having a bad birthday for some reason, goes and hides in a cupboard, um, wishes that she was grown up, or 30 in particular, I think, um, and some magic dust falls on her head, and it's literally her life in the future. She's like jumped into her own future 30-year-old self. Oh, okay. So, okay. Um, so it's so she's like no, no, that, that is she's an got difference. she's already got a job. She's like got, I think, a husband and things. Yeah. So it's a bit different to big, I think. Oh, okay. Now that's actually, that's quite an important. Difference. So instead of just turning into an adult, they actually jump forward in time mm. and become one. Okay, that's interesting. Just because when I googled it, a lot of the pictures were of marriage, and whenever I think back to big, I think about how much of a, a Nazi film it is. Oh, so, what? Oh, let's, not, let's not go there again. <laughs> what do you mean? Let's not go there. You've seen Big. I haven't. Oh, oh, okay. Well, he has sex with her. He has sex with an adult woman a whole bunch. Right. Um, and all the pictures here is just of, of, of Jennifer Garner getting married. So I'm like, what's what's happening there? 
Um, okay. I mean, how do we bring these together? I'm sure we can find a way. Hmm. What if you jump? What if you? So what if you're a kid? <laughs> you jump forward. You're like, I'm having a terrible birthday. I just wish I was older. I'm gonna, and then you jump forward in time to yourself when you're 30 and you're a serial killer and you're in prison. That's what I was thinking. <laughs> just like, I didn't do it. I didn't like, do anything. I, don't, I have no memory of doing any of these crimes. And then you start getting investigated by Jodie Foster about, about that. <laughs> God, that brings up a whole load of weird time travel questions. Does that mean there are like two timelines have converged? Because there's one timeline where you went into a closet, wished you were older, and it didn't work. Um, <laughs> and then you kept on living your life until you were 30. And then there's a timeline where it did work, and those two have now converged. Oh my god, can you imagine... <laughs> you, yeah, you like... Something, something about what happens when you jump to the future fundamentally changes you. And makes you end up in that situation in the future yeah so it's, it's like makes it makes kind of determinism what well, is because it, 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 in that case the person who can so again you've, you've just jumped into your body when you're 30 and you've committed loads of horrible horrible crimes you are now completely innocent of those crimes as far as i'm concerned because uh... it's like you didn't really do them from your point of view, you went to sleep when you were 13, you woke up when you were 13, your body did all these terrible things. <laughs> Again, I'm going with my whole timelines converging version of this of this story, because that's what makes most sense to me. Yeah. Because <laughs> you know, you wonder that when there's um like amnesia storylines in films, and a character has amnesia, and then they, they find out they did those terrible things in their past. And it's weird, because it's like, you don't really judge... Oh, I find this anyway. Like, you don't really judge or view the characters having done all these horrible things because it's like, well, they don't remember it. So how do you judge them for it? Because if, oh. if you punish them for it, well, it doesn't matter because, you, because like, they, they don't remember doing it. So you're punishing them from their point of view essentially for really nothing. So it doesn't actually achieve the point of the punishment. Um, and how do you rehabilitate someone who, at the moment, doesn't actually seem capable of doing the things they supposedly did? So... What what are you what are you doing here? They can't be sorry for what they did because they don't remember doing it. Yeah, you know I mean? but but that person is capable of that. Is that is that the same kind of thing? Is the can um, you punish someone if it's for a, that? a judgment of character? And you're can, very can you... aware that that person would w- would be led to do that. I I don't know. Yeah, well, would based on what? Like again, you're now. <laughs> Now you have got, you have left the situation. Again, you, you're now in Hannibal Lecter's body. You're in your prison cell. Jodie Foster's coming to see you to ask you about Buffalo Bill, um, who's the serial killer. Um, you, are no, you, you are now completely removed from the situations that led you to do the serial killing. You never met the people that you killed and ate, possibly. Or, you know, <laughs> the thing that made you snap or whatever. Because now you're in prison. You now can't do any of those things. So yeah, sure, sure you can say that this person under yeah well actually this person under certain circumstances could go and kill someone so they still should be locked up but can't you say that for anyone isn't anyone capable of these things in 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 certain situations you know the things they did they did weren't superhuman they were just kind of deranged and 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 malicious (laughs) but then you know you can't punish them for being capable of doing these things because anyone's capable of doing these things hmm 
unless you mean mentally capable, in which case, well, this is a 13-year-old. They're not <laughs> mentally capable of it. They, they didn't start killing until, you know, they were 20. <laughs> and, the, and, all, and now all the years between 13 and 20, all the things they went through during that period, anything that would have scarred them or any sort of mental issues that would have cropped up and led to physical action have now come and gone. And you can't prove that they're going to do it again. Yeah. But what about if the if um if none of this happened and the person mm-hmm. who was a serial killer just like if there was some way of proving that they'd been completely fixed of being deranged mm. and doing that would you still keep them locked up? Well, I could see, I could see this be an interesting film in terms of tackling the ideas of of what what prison should be and and how criminal justice should actually work. Hmm. Contrapoints just did a video on on justice, and there was a lot about like retributive justice, and this idea of like, you know, getting revenge on someone for doing a, a wrong, like, you murdered someone, so you should die, or you should, you know, have your human rights taken away, and you should suffer for it. Yeah. Um, or should it be about okay, well, you killed someone, let's make sure that doesn't happen again. Or you know, let's look at why you did that and and remove those factors, so no one else does so again. Yeah. I could say there's almost like an interesting legal drama comes from this film. <laughs> like if they could somehow prove that like this person actually was a thirteen year old and has just appeared in his body, we should let them out of prison. Yeah. But then of course, oh. um in the film she leaves again. Does she? Yeah, at the end of the film, she goes back and, you know, she's learnt some life lessons along the way and she's much more grateful of the things in her life and all that. But now she knows the future. Well, she knows a future in the film. Oh, I see. But it's like a Christmas carol kind of story. your life up. Well, yeah, yeah, it would. kind of mess your life up a little bit. Like, even if you're just in the the future, like, imagine if... Like, even just being in the future for, like, a few days, you would surely learn a lot about that future that would affect your actions in the past. Therefore, meaning that future, which is all surrounding where your life is at that point, would change. Yeah, exactly. It's like a cautionary tale kind of story. And think of the gambling. You've seen Back to the Future too, <laughs> Probably. Y- yes, yes. The gambling, Joe. All the you gambling. Could, you could butterfly effect the whole thing. Yeah, you just know. Google who's like the president and then bet on it. Or yeah, but maybe, other things. maybe, in in a butterfly effect kind of way, the very fact that your life has changed and you know this stuff now, y- you might somehow cause that thing to be different. You're in prison, and they're like, "All right, you committed horrible acts. Um, you, you're in prison, Joe. You're Hannibal Lecter. You you uh you murder people, you ate people. Terrible, terrible things." Um, <laughs> my screen is just full of pictures of Hannibal Lecter. It's really weird. It's a bit off-putting. Good. Get in, get in that headspace. Um, but we've we, we've we've looked at your, your medical records, your psychological records, um, and your 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 history and stuff. And it was like back when you were thirteen years old, um, everything was fine. You know, um, your mental health was uh, apparently better. Several traumatic events that uh, your psychologists believe led you on a dark path. Um, hadn't happened yet, um, and such. So we're of the belief that in your 13-year-old mindset, you're not capable of these crimes. So here's what's going to happen. You're going to spend the rest of your life in prison. You're going to die in that cell. 
or we're going to do amnesia on you so you forget everything that happened um, between your 13th birthday and today. Oh my god. And then we'll let you out. And then, and then from your subjective experience, that is the film 13 going on 13. Yeah. Wait. It's the other way around. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah. 13 yeah. 13. We, re- we reduce your mind to the mind of a 13-year-old. Uh, which is kind of fucked up, you know. Um, you're going to have some pro- You're not going to know why you're here. Your body is going to have changed massive. From your perspective, literally, um, it's your 13th birthday and then bam, you're in this body and it's, <laughs> you know, 17 years in the future. They're so um, precise that they can find a moment where you were wishing that you were 30 in a in the past <laughs> or, or that's that's the the way they construct it if they've got this power they can probably construct a memory yeah <laughs> and you know we'll, we'll um we'll set you up with some kind of job and some other kind of you know we'll put you in a different situation you're not literally gonna wake up in this prison cell and freak out and then we explain all the horrible things you did um we'll set you up in a different situation and uh, let you just sort of roam free um, you might see some television cameras following you around, but that's just um, that's the way we pay for this. We make it into a film. Apologise about that. Um, you'll get some royalties from it. it will, well, you won't. We will. But it will cover your new living expenses. Um, yeah. So um, what do you think? Which one? Which one are you going for, mate? Jack, this is White Bear. <laughs> this is, I know. As, as I said it, I realise this is White Bear. Um, LAUGHTER Except in, in fact, in this, it, it's kind of helpful. And it's like, we want to help you be better in White Bear. It's no, we'll, we'll wipe your memories and then punish you. Which again, baffling. Because it's like, I, again, I'm still in my head. I'm just like, you can't punish someone if they don't remember the crime they committed. Unless you entirely Wait, believe wait, wait. That, I don't agree with that, right? Unless you believe that, well, unless you believe that punishment is about revenge. Because if it's meant to be about rehabilitation and stuff... You can't, or, you know, making someone remorseful. You can't do that if they don't remember it. Yeah, but if someone's in a kind of um, Jekyll and Hyde situation, maybe, if which isn't real, but uh, if um, if someone's having, you know, blackouts and doing terrible things, then they can't remember yeah. the crimes, but you've got to, you've got to punish them some and make it stop somehow. Maybe not punish well, is the, thing, the wrong word, but, but... That's what I mean, punish is the wrong word. You can't punish that person. You can try and help them, and you can try and make sure that doesn't happen. You know, you can figure out the problem with them and try and fix it, or you can, you know, go through measures to stop that person having the ability to hurt people when the change happens. But you can't punish them, because it doesn't... Because, again, what's the point? You've got to think of what the point of punishment is. Yeah. Or justice. What is the point of punishment and justice for you, then? Is it revenge? It's not... I keep. I think we. I think we shouldn't be using punishment and justice interchangeably. I feel that's kind of the point. I think the point of justice, um, criminal justice and stuff, should be about rehabilitation. Yeah. Um, and therefore, I don't, and, and I don't think it should be about punishment. Because I. Yeah. Because I come from a position where I, I sort of feel that like a lot of crime comes from a place of mental illness. Or is driven by, um, you know, systemic inequality and poverty and stuff like that. Obviously, you have some right bastards out there. <laughs> but I don't think people should just be locked away forever. Um, or killed by the state or something. 
Um, and especially if we can somehow determine the fact that they have no memory of the incident taking place. <laughs> yeah. You that seems fairly clear cut. Yeah. You know, you know, if anyone could just say it, or they could say they were drunk or inebriated, because that's different, I think, because obviously you had the choice to be drunk or inebriated, um, and you are still in control of your own actions even when that's the case. Um, I'm not saying, you know, if you got if you got blackout drunk and committed a crime, you should get off scot-free. Um, <laughs> obviously, I'm not saying that. Um, but if, you know, somehow you had, you know, clear-cut amnesia... Um, after you committed your various serial killing actions. It's like, what's, what do we do with you? We can't just throw you away and be like, oh, you're done. <laughs> well, right? Yeah, what, no, I, I agree with there? you. I agree with you. I was, <laughs> my, 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 um, and pause was because, like, I can't imagine that being a very attractive proposition for government and law enforcers. They're more likely to be like, well, We've got a lot to deal with. It looks bad if they do it again. We just better better get them off the streets, you know? I think that's why it happens. Well, no, well, and there's a lot of, you know, corruption and um, systems of systemic inequality in um, the criminal justice system, not just in this country. There's the problem of, of the prison and industrial complex, um, repeat offenders and stuff like that. And again, like the actual source of crime isn't being treated by locking people up. Um, you know, if you look at if you look at crime in a macro societal um, from a macro societal aspect uh, perspective, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Um, and again, you know, I'm Jodie Foster. I'm going to Hannibal Lecter's cell, and with new science gizmos, I can prove that he has no memory of committing the serial killing. And the last thing he remembers is he was in a closet and it's on his 13th birthday. <laughs> and some like, magic well, dust was falling on his head. If I can prove that, I'm like, well, I guess you're free to go. But don't, 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 don't do more serial killing. We'll keep an eye on you. We'll do some psychological evaluations. And, then, and he'd just be like, what the fuck? I'm not, I wasn't going to kill anyone. No, that's true. I'm sure when you were 13, you weren't thinking that. However... Um, we don't know why you did. We don't know um, what caused your brain and body to do the things that it did. So we'll keep an eye on you. <laughs> Not in like an invasive, adverse to your human rights kind of way. But well, yeah, it could yeah. be. It could be. It shouldn't be. No. <laughs> Again, we've proven that actually Hannibal Lecter has the mind of a 13-year-old uh, boy. Or Jennifer Garner. It doesn't matter. <laughs> So yeah. There's, there's, what is this? This whole film is just some weird. What is this film? Is it about? <laughs> it's, I think mean, sometimes film creating? smash isn't about the film that comes out the other end. True, but it's 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 fun to think about because I think this is an interesting story or an interesting theme to tackle. So you'd wonder how that they would approach it in an actual film. Yeah. Like, is it about? Well, if it messed them up, the maybe maybe they would end up doing some dodgy stuff. Maybe. So is it about the government find like you know being able to or you know medicine being able to prove um, amnesia has taken place in this person's mind? Um, I'm thinking what and if, now what if we the... have to figure out how we're going to you know treat them in terms of the criminal justice system, or is it about we've developed the amnesia drug? 
I was thinking what would happen uh, if if your ideal situation came along, where it's like, yes, you are just a 13-year-old who's teleported into this this situation. You're free to go. Would that implant the idea in the person's mind of, oh my god, I'm a serial killer. I've got to be. I've got to be really careful. And then they just keep on thinking about it and obsessing, and maybe that leads them down a dark path on its own. Well, that that could be part of the drama when you find like because what if, for example, you you start it like thirteen going on thirty, um, and so you make it the audience think, ah, yes, magic has occurred, and they've I've seen big magic has occurred, and they've been thrown into the future. I see. But the twist later in the film is that, no, 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 that's not actually what happened. That's just what happened from this person's point of view. What actually happened is they committed a series of heinous crimes and then forgot about it because the government drugged them and made them forget. And then the government or, you know, whoever was in charge had all these conversations about what do we tell them? And they decide we can't tell them they were a serial killer because that will create a huge amount of psychological distress and possibly implant the idea in their head that they are Mm. don't know how that would work from a medical point of view um therefore we i don't know what jennifer garner's actual life she teleported into was like but it could be okay so we've actually set them up with a job and a hut and a house and sort of stuff like that and we're just going to sort of observe them Mm. um to see what's going on you're actually it turns out there's a twist you're actually a trial um for this uh for this new process jennifer (laughs) garner as a 13 year old well, as a thirteen-year-old in, inside Jennifer Garner, is making like dinner and they're chopping up a bit of meat, and they suddenly have these horrible visions of violence. Oh God! And they're like, "Oh God, what?" Um, hmm, hmm. No, I don't know. <laughs> they get, um, and but like their entire life is actually this sort of like petri dish for like the U.S. government trying to figure out how to reduce prison populations by doing amnesia on people. Oh my God! Um, and so they're, they're trying to like see if they can make them remember that they were a serial killer and therefore they're not actually safe to be allowed outside. They're like, oh, I'm, oh, wow, I'm a 13-year-old, but I've got my own apartment. Wow. No mum and dad tell me when to go to bed. Oh, look, I've got all the, look, look I've got my own TV and all these DVDs. <laughs> wow, they're all R-rated. They're all, they're all very violent. How many copies of Silence of the Lambs does one person need? Uh, <laughs> and again, they're just trying to trigger their mind. They're just trying to see what would happen. Wow. Yeah, that's interesting. That could be a fun film. I could see it like going like there's some sort of dystopian future where it all goes wrong, and like there's some private company that has bought the U.S. government, um, owns the amnesia drug, and also like prisons, um, or like, they're a rival to prison companies. Oh no, they've developed the amnesia drug, and so whenever someone goes to prison, it's just like bam, you've forgotten now. Back out, you go. Um, but not not only have you just forgotten about the crime, you've forgotten. You like randomly, we just send you back. We we do like a without really you know really checking. We just l- look at your brain and go, oh, when when were you least likely to commit crimes? When you were seven. All right, bye. You know, this fifty year old, <laughs> this you know fifty year old woman who'd um you know accidentally run someone over while driving drunk. You know, okay, she's the, the, the height of just, her like, career. Out the door. She's about to. Yeah, yeah. just kicks about out to door, get like, married. Bye. <laughs> Good luck. And so the streets are just full of people wandering around having no memory of their lives. Also, ever so slightly so more juvenile than they were before. Yeah. You're just like really confused. It's like, oh, well, you know, not our problem now. See, look, crime like, is way down. Would there be, 
would there be some some wing of this operation where some someone's had the idea like, hey, maybe amnesia is not the best way. Maybe if we find high risk people who we mm-hmm. think are exhibiting signs of antisocial behaviour and we think they might do something bad, if we implant false memories from these people this. of being serial killers, could we dissuade them from it? Oh, no, I, was thinking the right. I thought you were going to say, what if we get bad people and implant memories that they were always good people? Oh. So, like, what All if, that? like, the government finds, like, the template for a model citizen, and then so whenever they get a murderer <laughs> or a bank robber, I don't know, in, they're like, ah, yes, not only have we made you forget you ever committed that crime, you are now a model citizen, because we've implanted these memories in your head of how you love um, paying your taxes on time. Um, and not committing crimes. <laughs> <laughs> they just like Ludovico everyone, but uh, oh, I think way. I think my technique would be better. <laughs> yeah, you're, what do you mean by uh, so your one kind of confused me because I was thinking about I thought you were going to go a different way. If you so if you give someone gone. horrible memories of of being a serial killer, they, they might just it, it might make them shy away from it. You know, they're like yeah. that, those memories are horrible. I don't want to be. So, I don't want to do that again. <laughs> someone's in prison for like you follow like someone who's in prison for like fraud, um, and they're like, okay, we're going to make sure this person never commits a crime again. <laughs> so we're going to make them forget the fraud and come into prison. So they wake up in prison. They're like, oh, where am I? Where am I? Where am I? And they're like, ah, yes, here you are. Um, you, you um, due to what happened, um, the horror of the crimes you committed. Um, your brain is actually denying reality, um, but we can actually show you what you did, and <laughs> they show them horrible visions of like gruesome murder, and it terrifies them so much. And like, I'd never do that. I'm, I'm gonna never be do bad again. Um, that's not me. That's not me. That's not me. And they're like, all right, fine, go. We'll let you leave. Never do anything <laughs> that breaks the law ever again. <laughs> and whenever they think of it doing anything wrong, um, whenever they think of not of you know of falsely um declaring their income they think about <laughs> they think about the time they think they um set fire to an orphanage or something <laughs> that's yeah that's a dystopian Again, future for you or or you um you ludovico or, or, or you surreptitiously implant memories in people i don't know if surreptitiously is the right word there it sounded right um what without them knowing you mean? Yeah, without them knowing. So you get right. someone who's like, you know, doing bad stuff, um, and just kind of acting antisocially. And then one day they wake up and they're like, "Whoa, I can't, I can't keep killing people. I can't keep <laughs> ripping people's heads off. I've got to, I've got it's... to keep my head down." And they've like, they've not actually done anything that bad, but it's they're amazing they're hiding they from the law caught. forever. It's amazing I haven't been caught. I've got to quit while I'm ahead. You know? <laughs> yeah, exactly. No more murder and dismembering for me. That's it. <laughs> Gonna be a model, a model uh, citizen from uh, from now on. Yeah, fact, you show it. It's just today? someone doing video I'll get piracy. My taxes done early today. <laughs> this year. It's just Sorry, someone doing video piracy, like uploading movies to to Potlocker, and then suddenly they're like, "Whoa, I've I've got to stop eating people." <laughs> I've got to. St- I've got to stop eating people. You know what? Today's the day. <laughs> I'm saying it. No more. I'm done. I'm done. I'm done. 
But this could be interesting. If this ever, like, gets out, um, like, the public find out about this, they realise, oh, obviously, like, you know, the way they implant it into your head, or just, like, the way normal people would react, they don't tell anyone that they remember being a serial killer. It's part of the memory. You know, you think that, like, no one ever caught you, and you're really lucky. Um, yeah. But suddenly... And they, and, and, and they do this for minor crimes, but they also do this for the big crimes, like being a serial killer. <laughs> so you don't know who is actually a serial killer, or who was. <laughs> you look around, you look to your left, you look to your right, both those people think they were a serial killer, you don't know which one was. Or if either of them were. Or if you were. <laughs> You've all just been Ludovico. Isn't it back of the word? Have you seen Clockwork Orange? I know you've read it. I, yeah, I read that. Is that what they call it? Is it the Ludovico technique? Oh, um, I can't remember. Yes, that is it. So it's, uh, where, it's where they force them to watch horrible violence yeah, while yeah. giving them this drug that makes them feel like they're going to die. So in the future, whenever they think of doing acts of horrible violence, they feel like they're going to die. It's, it's just conditioning. Like yeah, it's, it's, it's this conditioning. So, But it's, it's like... Um, Instead of feeling like you're gonna die, you just remember the horrific visions. Stop it! Stop it! Please! I beg you! It's a sin! Sin? What's all this about sin? That! Using Ludwig Ben like that! It can go on to anyone! Beethoven just stop music! Can't be helped. Here's the punishment element, perhaps. But also, I guess, you feel like you're going to die, or else it wouldn't work on actually violent people, which is the point of A Clockwork Orange. <laughs> because if, you know, if, if all that happened to um, uh, Alex in A Clockwork Orange was whenever he went to commit horrible acts of violence, he remembered those films, he'd be like, yeah, cool. Because he, think he, think, he thinks the films are cool until he starts to feel like he's going to die, and then they make him feel like he's going to die. <laughs> I can't remember how the book ends now. These two mad lads then talk about the clockwork orange for 10 minutes. It was mostly about book covers. Be grateful it was cut. So, I like yeah, I like the idea of a film starting with the beginning of 13 going on 30. So the audience and the character thinks they've wished themselves into the future when they're 30, when they're an adult. Things are better, they've got their own life, but things are a bit weird. They think people are watching them, following them around as they try and live their life. Maybe they start having like, visions of violence. Maybe they don't. Maybe, like, they, they wonder, why, why did I move so far away from my hometown? Um, but maybe, like, out of, like... It's almost like some Truman Show stuff um, where the government have tried to, like, put this person in some sort of, like, witness protection, almost. They don't want people who know about this famous serial killer to find them and harass them or attack them or... You know, or, or do anything that would make them realise who they were. Mm. Um, so like, oh yeah, someone like was giving me really weird looks from the other side of the cafe, and then as they tried to approach me, two burly men in suits appeared and dragged them out. It was weird. Um, <laughs> it's really weird. And then it turns out they were at, um, they didn't wish themselves into the future. That was just a memory that was implanted in their head, which you maybe you could hint at earlier or at the beginning of the film. Um, and they did actually commit a series of heinous crimes which the government is trying this new thing where they make you forget all of that 
basically reduce your mind to that of a child or just you before you committed those crimes, before you were capable of doing that, and then they put you on witness protection. Which, if anything, sounds, you know, I don't know what this is for. Is it just, is it for fun? Uh, is it to um, reduce prison populations? Um, <laughs> because, if, only, if anything, I think this sounds more difficult than uh, the previous. Yeah. But that'd be fun. Imagine if, like, you know, tomorrow, everyone in, you know, in America, for example, they released everyone from prison, but also set them all up in witness protection. <laughs> Again, it'll be, it'll be like the thing we talked about earlier. You wouldn't know who actually was a former criminal. You just wouldn't know. <laughs> because anyone could be. You could be, for all you know. Wow. That's horrifying. It is horrifying. If what nobody about, knew who was what memories they had were real or not. Yeah, if the government had that kind of power. <laughs> but, and, and they could sell it in such a good way. It's about rehabilitation. Crime would go down. Crime, you know, um, reoffending would all but vanish if this worked. Um, we're assuming it does, to some extent, for the sake of this. I was going to say, what do you do when people in power are punished for their crimes? But that never happens, so I suppose you don't have to worry about it. Um... <laughs> Or mm. if someone does it to someone, like, by force. They didn't commit a crime. You, you, you do it to your own political adversary, or as an accident. You know, people get wrongly convicted of crimes, but, like, too late, we've wiped their memory and moved them out of town. Bad luck. <laughs> or, like, oh, ter- oh, it was a terrible accident. Um, my, my, my esteemed opponent for this presidential election, um, there was a mix-up... Uh, the wrong house was um, swatted or, you know, although they they were wrongly convicted of this crime. A, a huge, a huge, hilarious mistake. Honestly, a farce. But yes, they now think they're 12. Uh, <laughs> we've had to move them to another country. So I suppose we will have to cancel the election this year. I promise there'll be one next year. I know I keep saying this, but there will be one next year. Don't worry about it. Imagine you met this person who'd committed some terrible wrong against you. You've got this whole revenge film. You do like Taken. But not taken because that's too specific. But like John Wick, I don't know. Imagine you got you imagine you know you trial for ages and ages and ages to find the person who did some terrible wrong. They killed your dog or your husband or something, uh, and you finally meet them, and they just look at you like they have no idea who you are, and unbeknownst to you, like they were in some car accident like two days before you finally caught up with them. They hit their head. They have no memory of anything that's happened. Mm. They look at you and they're like, I'm sorry, I don't know who you are. That'd be such a weird end to a film. And this person's thinking, do, do, I, do I kill them? Imagine you expect, you explain, they, you know, they start explaining, well, here's what you did. And they start crying and they say that they're sorry, but they don't, they don't know, they don't remember. And like, I, you know, if you'd done that to me, I'd kill you, but do what you want. I'm in this hospital bed, what can I do? <laughs> and then you end the film there, you leave it ambiguous or something. And the, the audience have to ask themselves what they do. Oh, that's such a cop out. 